Well, thank you for joining the Grim and Bloody podcast. Glad to have you with us. Uh, myself, Anthony DeRowan, and Joe Flynn will be holding it down today. Uh, Kevin Nicholson is out sick. And Al Omega is all across the country at the uh, New Jersey Horror Fest. I uh, wish Not them sure. both the best, and they'll be returning with us soon. Um, but Joe, thank you for coming on today. Oh, you're welcome. And, you know, it's been a while since we've done a show, so got to get back into that horse, you know, because yes. we're going to have guests coming on soon, and we want to be uh, prepared as mostly as we can be. Yes, I'm in my new house and I still gotta get my shit together. For some reason, none of my wires are working. I can't even find my headphones. Um, so I'm doing this through my Bose wireless and my phone. So hopefully I'll go ahead and clean up the audio as best as we can. Um, but I wanted to wanted to do a show that talked about um, the spirit of Halloween um, because it's September 2nd and naturally uh, it's the beginning of Halloween season even though Halloween isn't for another two months. <laughs> it, starts, it starts when Spirit Halloween opens its doors. And in Reading, that happened uh, <clears throat> last Saturday. Mm. Oh, this it is really is... good beer, by the way. Belching oh, Beaver. Congrats. Phantom Bride by Deftones. Um, but yeah, um, when Spirit Halloween opens their doors, that's when Halloween be officially begins because that's when you can run in and get the newest animatronics, the newest costume, the newest decorations. Um, you just start immersing yourself by the time Halloween actually comes around. You are burnt out and you want nothing to do with it. Um, because who wants to experience Halloween for two months if you're not one of the nutbags like us who live and breathe horror? Um, that's going to be the topic of the show. What you do when it's actually not Halloween season? How do you keep the horror going? How do you keep, you know, the energy flowing? Um, I wanted to actually talk with you about that because you've been a horror host a long time, Joe. I've only been yes. in this business for maybe a couple years, although I've enjoyed horror since 1986 when my parents took me to see aliens in theaters that scared the living shit out of me. Uh, um, of course. Yeah. Uh, but as far as maintaining like that horror energy, just kind of, you know, staying in the group, sometimes it can be a little bit of a stretch. Uh, it gets a lot easier when you get to September. Um, running a film festival, I see the submissions coming in. It's, that energizes me. I get to watch new stuff uh, selected for the fest that's happening December 4th. And you heard it here. December 4th will be the second annual Death Parade Film Fest. I am beyond excited to um, have it this year, despite everything that has happened um, with COVID-19, with the Delta variant, with big tentpole movies like Top Gun and the James Bond movie moving out another year. Can you believe that, Joe? Another Holy year. Crap. Yes, they but, got one. You know, I, I looked at it this way. It's like, I know no time to die. It was, sorry, scheduled to come out in the end of uh, this month. September 30th is the release date for No Time to Die. But, you know, with this whole thing, 
you know, with all these movies that were supposed to come out like a year, a year and a half ago, with the whole Corona thing, they kind of kicked it back. But for me, hold on. It's basically for me, the Halloween season for me goes on every day of the year, really. Because even though there's a lull in certain horror films, but there's horror films that come out almost every month of the year, really. And in the spirit of it is, you know, when you go and you check out like the Halloween shops and you see something that's really awesome, you know, or you go to a convention where they're doing some fantastic makeup or they're selling the animatronics and you go like, wow, that'd be an awesome, you know, thing to have and put in your front yard for Halloween to spook the little kids or, you know, or the adults who come walking by, you know, but that's the whole thing. It, it just, it's crazy on how you know, I admit, I haven't been to a movie theater in over a year and a half. And I do miss it. Really? That long? Jesus, you haven't gone yeah. in? No, I You're haven't been to the right? Right. And I, I miss it, you know. And then again, you know, I guess we discussed earlier on previous episodes of our show, is that, yeah, you know, even though you can rent them on DVD or demand and all that and say, or HBO Max or Netflix, whatever your choosing is. But hey, you pay a certain amount of money, you can sit there, pause, but it's not like the theater experience, you know? You no, wanna be you wanna be there like for certain movies. And, you know, like, whatever the film is, if it's a comedy, hey, great, you want to be there for the laugh. If it's an action film, you want to be there for the nice, exciting escape scenes. If it's a horror film, you want to be there for the scares or whatever they're going to throw at you. And you hear the audience either gasps or screams and stuff like that. That's what you want to hear and see. But yeah, and for for me, I, I look through all the different websites that are horror related and, and they tell me, oh, hey, this is coming up. And I'll be out whenever and I'll give the release date. Or if it's a horror trailer, that's coming out, you know, off of YouTube, I'll like go, oh, hey, here comes a new horror film or that's coming out January 5th, you know, whatever. You know, I, I just want to, you know, that keeps me motivated with, you know, getting the word out about uh, the movies that people are putting out, you know? And to me, it doesn't have to be like a gigantic budget movie. It could be, you know, a homemade movie on a shoestring budget. That as long as it's horror or sci-fi or fantasy-ish, I'll promote it. I'll mention it. 
you know, if someone sends me information about, hey, this is my uh, new film, uh, you give me a little synopsis and maybe part of the cast, hopefully I won't butcher anyone's names, but hey, it's part of my charm as a host. But, you know, that's the thing for me. It's, you know, you want to enjoy the horror films that come our way. Good or bad. Yeah. And I you wanted know. to talk about, um, yeah, I, I agree with you on all those points. Um, it's sometimes the, the, the lulls can um, kind of get to you. And um, I wanted to talk about how, how would, what do you do when you, and how do you maintain the horror uh, as far as, you know, without reaching burnout, let's say. Um, I wanted to talk about first me and um, as a fan of horror, if you're not always watching the movie, there's other ways that you can kind of keep your body um, kind of used to it. Uh, I want to say it, that might sound a little weird, um, but I find myself when I'm at work doing mundane tasks, I'll put on, especially in the new house here because I'm a little bit separated from the rest of the house. Um, I will actually put on um, some John Carpenter. I'll put on some black tape for a blue girl, which is dark ethereal music. Um, yeah. I'll put on some sinister music by Christopher Young. Um, I'll put on basically whatever my Spotify recommends. Um, the Shining soundtrack, which is just a variety of different stuff. Um, of I'll go ahead and uh, listen to. Um, Ah, it's called, I'm going to tear up his name. I hope he doesn't mind. Nord Varger. I think he's Swedish. N-O-R-D-V-A-R-G-R. His stuff is, is the thing of nightmares. Um, it's really good. Um, I kind of like that mood. It's just moody. It's, it's subtle. It's, you know, background. Um, and it calms me, you know, it, it's, it's a weird feeling. Um, but that's how I kind of keep in with horror when I'm doing other stuff. Um, I also listen to the No Sleep podcast, which is um, by far and wide the best collection of original horror stories in nice. audio form. Yes, uh, I submitted a story to them, and although they didn't pick it up, um, I was just happy to actually finish the story in my time, uh, send it to them according to the formats. I'm looking at other podcasts, but um, yes. There's ways um, to experience horror and thriller and suspense if you're not able to, you know, sit in a movie theater or if you're not reading a book. Oh, and by the way, books, World War Z is yeah. another book I'm rereading by Max Brooks, um, probably for the fourth time now, and I just can't get enough of it. It's just so many different ways he, he can look at the zombie apocalypse is mind boggling. Um, Very true. But yeah, you know, in the months of like, you know, April, May and June, when there's nothing to do, um, people are just out there making films and you're not hearing much. Yeah, go on DeviantArt. Look at all the, you know, the new illustrations that people are putting out. Um, sometimes they're just, they create this, this awesome stuff, these illustrations that you're like, where in the hell was your mind when you started this work? 
Um, and we've reached out to various, uh, I've reached out to various uh, designers and although none of them have responded, maybe they're, they just don't look at DeviantArt. Um, you know, the, the calls are out there if anyone wants to actually come on and talk about, you know, uh, the work they put in. Certainly, um, I've had, a, I've commissioned a few artists for the Death Parade Film Festival. If you go to deathparadefilmfest.com and you click on festival, you'll actually see the latest piece of artwork that I commissioned uh, for the second run. It was done last year when, uh, right before COVID hit, um, I'm repurposing it for the 2121 festival. Um, but you can just see that, you know, there's artists out there that just, you know, you, you don't have to watch a movie, Joe, right. to experience horror, to get blood pumping. There's other ways no. that you can you can do it. I, I'm fascinated by all the different ways. There's also video games. Um, yeah, oh, like, true. Uh, Silent Hill, Resident Evil, Soma. Um, Alien. Uh, Alien. Um, and also... Yeah, fan, uh, Phantasmo or something like that. Uh, because, it, it, yeah, hello. You know, it's it just like, you know, like I agree with you. Uh, you know, there are, you know, alternatives if let's say you can't, you know, if you're at work and you want to, or you're trying to, you know, do things. And music is one way of doing it you know, that to spook you, you know. You can listen to tons of soundtracks of uh, horror films off of Spotify or any of the, you know, sites that have music. You know, like for me, I'll listen to like, for example, I'll listen to a wide variety of music. So, and some of them are off of Twitch, you know, uh, rock, pop, indie but also I'll listen to a band like the Midnight Syndicate who are mostly Halloween spooky music oh yeah for the year you know the whole year you know and so like as I was telling you earlier I was just listening to their uh, newest CD uh, mini CD really uh, called Bloodlines and uh, it's a prequel to their previous, one of their previous albums oh, called yeah. The 13th Hour. And it's only like uh, nine songs. And I was actually playing it, you know, on my Spotify, on my laptop. And I was thinking, I hope Anthony doesn't hear this because <laughs> if it's blurring through, you know, and our uh, Zoom is picking it up. I don't know if, you know, be like, can you hear us now? No, the music's <laughs> too loud. It's scaring me. Turn it off. No, but, you know, and also, as you're saying, a good book, horror-wise, can, you know, make people get a little jittery and stuff like that. And... And that's what I love doing is like if, if there's nothing horror-wise going on in that lull, I'll pick up a book or I'll listen to spooky music and it'll just re-energize me to say, okay, what's the next horror movie coming out? I'm excited for it, you know? And that's the whole fun thing about the horror, you know, genre. You know, you can never tell 
you know, when right. the next right. film is coming. I bet you the next film is coming October 15th, Halloween Kills. That's right. And also, hey, you like the next segment? Oh, <laughs> that's right. We're up to <laughs> Halloween Kills, you know, and it's like. There's a movie that hasn't been bumped to 2022 that we can actually go watch and enjoy. That's Halloween right. Kills. This one's directed and, by David Gordon Green. Yeah. Um, done by Blumhouse Pictures, based on John Carpenter's characters, et cetera, et cetera. And John Carpenter is back doing the music. Um, yes. Malika Cod, who's, I think he's been involved in almost every Halloween movie, is still part of this, and that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, but my question, Joe, is I saw the trailer, and we're, yeah. we're moving along into other things. I saw the trailer for Halloween Kills, and it just doesn't grab me. Like the the first Halloween, twenty eighteen, um, that had me excited because John Carpenter came back, right? Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis came back. They even brought Nick Castle back, who was yes. you know the the shape. Um, and that movie killed it, right? It was it absolutely destroyed it. It got me back into the Halloween series. Um, although I didn't rewatch any of the previous ones, I watched them enough. It got me excited for the future of mainstream horror. Right. Maybe there's still a chance that, you know, movie studios can, uh, you know, put some big bucks down and, uh, you know, with Jason Blum um, behind the scenes, you know, we're going to look at quality stuff. But man, Halloween Kills, I, I hope it's good, Joe. Well, the trailer, see, it, it and, looks and, like all the other it, sequels that were just crappy. It, it, well, you see, that's the thing. Regardless, you know, I look at it this way it's like me and a friend who is also a podcaster and a former DJ friend of mine, uh -huh. we'd always have this wonderful question. Like when there was ever sequels to horror films or any other film, it's like there are so many unanswered questions in the first one. So we gotta, you know, find out what are these unanswered questions in the sequel, you know? Well, what, are, what, what question went unanswered other than the uh, the sheriff that did absolutely, uh, absolutely fucking nothing? I mean, the, the guy yes. in the cowboy hat. Okay, look, the guy in the yes. cowboy, the sheriff. I, I understand you're, you're in charge of the police. He did absolutely nothing. That's that right. No. I mean, he was yeah. pure exposition. He was there yes. to tell you this situation is serious. That was yes. it. And that's it. No, green light go. Uh, no, but yeah, and it's like it'll be interesting because they're uh, even even though Anthony Michael Hall is playing, I think uh, a character from the original Halloween, Tommy, uh, the little kid, who you know, Laura, uh, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis's Laurie Strode babysat. And then you also have Kim Richards, who is in the original Halloween, making an appearance in this film as well. And so it, it, it'll be interesting because it's also going to go up against the sequel to Venom, uh, Let There Be Carnage. So they're basically going to be two films duking it out, you know, for that number one spot. Uh, in October. And so I look at it in the sequel, you know, I, I saw the trailer too. 
I was thinking, okay, cool. You know, I liked, I admit, I liked the teaser trailer that was only like about 30 seconds or whatever long it was, where it just was like, oh, they're taking off from the house, escaping while the house is burning. And then the fire department guy shows up and Michael grabs them and that's in it goes Halloween kills, you know? That to me was like probably, you know, and I'm I'm not gonna say it's gonna be good, bad, or anything like that. It's just I will say that that watching firemen get slaughtered in California right now, I know (laughs) I know we're not supposed to take it in, Joe. We we live don't take it seriously, people. (laughs) We, we we live in perilous times in California. That's right. Um, firefighters um, are our absolute heroes. Um, Jesus yes. Christ, those guys are putting it out. So <laughs> watching yeah. a, a horror movie and firefighters showing up at a house burning down and, and this asshole comes out with a, a, a weapon and kills them. I'm like, you yeah. know what? <laughs> Maybe we're in trouble. Missing. We're in trouble. Like, I know yeah. this, this is pure fiction. And right. uh, this guy just he's pure evil, but good fucking guy. Can, yeah, do we really have to watch firefighters get slaughtered? I know, and I, I shouldn't have gone there, but I'm sure yeah. I'm not the only one that's thinking that. Like, that's true, mm, You're probably not. Maybe we can reshoot this. Maybe he can yeah. kill some gangsters that maybe some something like that. Let the <laughs> gangsters try to put the fire out. <laughs> no, let's change him out. Is the yeah, no, but, yeah. Like, it, that, that's the whole thing, you know? And, and of course, you know, as I said, you know, no one's really gonna know how well the movie is until they go and see it, you know? If, if you don't like it, hey, that's great. That's on, you know, and, but if you Let's love follow. it, hey, I don't great. know how many people are gonna see it. I, I've been to the theater twice so far. And um, the last movie I saw was, um, God, what was it? It was The Lake House. Yes. with Rebecca Hall, which was, yes. that was an excellent movie. It was an yes. excellent horror movie. Um, yes, the plot is a little bit contrived. I agree yes. with the reviewers on that. But as far as her performance in the atmosphere, um, it, it was A-plus stuff. I'm not going to own it. Um, in fact, I left a little frustrated because of the ending. But I thought her performance you know, elevated that movie from schlock to, this is, very very right. watchable you know um right and, but and that, i was the only here i was the only one in the theater though joe we're yeah. talking you know thursday evening horror movie this movie's been out a week i yeah. was the only one in there and uh well, if movies yeah. are pulling out you know the big tent poles what does that say for the chances of halloween kills to actually you know um break even break even or or do better than the first i don't know that's the question and and that's the thing too it's like you still and don't get me wrong uh, you know you still have people kind of like you know like okay covid i do i really want to go into a theater and you know be around a lot of people who you know are going or do i want to you know again that's people's choice i'm not telling people to do whatever they want to do because it's your life. I'm not in control of it, you know, but yeah, it's like, it's sort of like, you know, same things that are happening with conventions as well. 
Some conventions, you know, they just straight out canceled because of COVID. And then there are some that are slowly coming back and saying, yeah, you can come, you know, let's have a good time, you know, but be safe, you know. Safety first, you know, which is always a good thing. Al Omega, you stay safe in New Jersey. He's attending the New Jersey Horror Con and Film Festival happening uh, this weekend, September That's 3rd right. and 5th. Um, I know that uh, I'm a big proponent of San Diego Comic-Con. I love that convention. It, it, it's amazing. Um, I am very humbled that they awarded me, you know, the professional badge, um, nice. which basically just amounts to a small break room where you can go sit down. <laughs> that's about um, it. And that's about bathroom. it. You suck by your ticket, but you can bring a free guest. Um, but they're, who knows, because of the COVID, you know, the, the Delta variant, if they're able to have their thing. Um, it just sucks because we've already gone through this for a year. And everybody was excited. I mean, everybody was excited for 2021 to be that year that we get back to normal and do the things that we enjoy. Um, so you don't want to see empty theaters. You don't want to see no. No. outbreaks. You don't want to see all the infighting, the unvaccinated versus vaccinated. You don't want to see any of that. You just want to see, let's get back to enjoying what we want to see and, yeah, you know? and have fun. Yeah. It's uh, sort of like, you know, like, and we're talking about this and like like I'm hoping you know uh, like I'm hoping that hey maybe by the time Monster Palooza rolls around in the spring you know maybe we can you know hopefully everything will be kind of semi back to normal but I'm you got my fingers crossed though you know and so we can all go and hang out, maybe do a podcast, invite people that we have on, or maybe other people who we haven't had on, come on and do the show with us at Monster Palooza and, you know, have a great time, you know? That's why, you know, as I was mentioning on our last show, that with Son of Monster Palooza, you have like PJ Souls, who's going to be there. You have Nick Castle. You have the guy, Will Sundin, I believe, who was the young Michael Myers. Uh, And then you have, you know, Tobin Bell. You have Elvira and uh, Bill Mosley all gonna be there that's the guest list for sun which is happening i'll, I'll go see bill mosley that dude's scary if anyone's watched um uh the devil's rejects bill mosley and, and house of a thousand Fortress. bill yes. mosley just frightful oh frightful. yes that he guy is, is frightful. and he yeah he is actually one of the nicest guys you'll meet you know and, you know, so it's sort of like, you know, and then like if you go to their website, Son of Monster Palooza, they're letting everyone know that, hey, yo, uh, because it's coming up October 8th through the 10th, right before Halloween Kills and Venom 2, as I like to call it, um, they're saying, hey, they want to make sure everyone who's coming has been vaccinated and stuff like that so that you you know if you've been vaccinated within like 
three weeks or whatever it is before the convention. You know, come on, feel free. But, you know, we want to make sure you guys are all vaccinated so that if you come, but please wear a mask as well when you go in, you know. They want to make sure everyone obeys by that, you know. But, yeah, the only time, you know, just like as everyone will probably tell you, the only time you can take off your mask is if you're taking a photo or you're eating or drinking something. Other than that, you know, okay, you know, understandable, you know. That is October 8th through the 10th, Burbank, California, at the Marriott Burbank Hotel and Convention Center. Come out oh, and yes. support your horror conventions. This is Son oh, yeah. of Monster Palooza. And I especially like their splash image. That is amazing. Um, oh, I yeah. wish I could go to this. Uh, we'll we'll oh. see, maybe. Uh, I haven't been to a Monster Palooza. Maybe this is the first one. Well, uh, you see, that's why, you know, like as maybe I was we'll saying, Hey, maybe. It's like, as I was saying, you know, if we don't get a sun, there's always Monster Palooza, which is in the spring, and it's in Pasadena, and it's like, it's just similar to with Burbank. Uh, if you stay, let's say, at the Sheridan Hotel in Pasadena, it's right there. It's almost exactly right nearby. Don't have let me to go over off. this guest list again. This is an amazing guest list. This is in the height of the COVID that's still ravaging the country. This is who they were able to get at Son of Monster Palooza happening in Burbank. Sandra, Cassandra Peterson of Elvira fame. And everyone knows Cassandra Peterson. Uh, Nick Castle. I mean, I'd love to get a photo up with Nick Castle. He is the shape of Halloween. Tobin Bell saw, right? Creep show. Yeah. Tobin Bell, Shawnee Smith. Ooh. Everyone knows Shawnee Smith. If if you follow this podcast, then you know we've talked about the Blob. Uh, she the was blob. also in Saw series. She was in Anger Management, but um, she killed it in the Blob. I thought she she was the one. She was the heroine that um, yes. she sold the fear right while everyone was getting dissolved. Um, she was the one that was fighting back. So she totally sold that movie. Um, PJ Souls of Halloween, Carrie Stripes, Bill Mosley, as you had already mentioned, um, Will Sandin, as you had already mentioned also, um, Wally Winger, uh, Arkham Asylum. Yeah. I want to know what he did with Arkham Asylum because it doesn't sound familiar, but if he was part of Arkham Asylum, I'm, I'm definitely for that. So that's an impressive cast for, um, I don't want to call it a secondary convention, but maybe it's like it's the son it's a, of Mark. It is a spinoff, uh, as I would say, because yeah. it's sort of like, you know, like, and this is the true story. Because I've been going to, I missed the first couple Monster Palooza, but like one year they had a gigantic turnout because they had a great guest list which included Elvira, Cassandra Peterson, Robert England, and a few other more celebs. And the whole place was jam-packed. So the police and fire department kind of told the Burbank Marriott uh, and the convention center, uh, you guys are over your max capacity. 
So we're going to have to ask you to relocate your convention. So they went and they're looking and they settled on Pasadena, which is a little more space compared to Burbank. And what, because they wanted to keep the convention in Burbank, they decided to do the sun up and just, you know, we'll keep it. It'll be like a smaller convention with, you know, same number of guests maybe or less, but, you know, it'll be small enough that people can show up and enjoy it compared to like, if you're like wanting to be with a gigantic crowd, then go to Pasadena, you know? But they're both turn out big crowds, you know? I'm not saying that there won't be a big crowd for Sun or Monster, but it's a it lot is. of fun. I'd love to go. You know, that's going to be, it's an 11 and a half hour drive for me now. It's much easier <laughs> yeah. to fly. Well, you see, uh, this is what I would say, Anthony, uh, just for anyone, you know, I would say, hey, you might want to say, hey, like on, let's say Wednesday, you say, hey, I'm taking off. I'm going to go down to San Jose. I'm going to spend the night over at Joe's. And then, then like on Thursday or Thursday evening, drive down to LA, get there, check in, and then, you know, we're there instead of being like an 11 hour drive for you it'd be like a five hour or five and a half hour drive you know and it'd save you you know six hours i'd love to go we'll see yeah it just you know it's like i don't know because me and my brother tim were thinking about going and that's why I was like, you know, like, that's why I've always, you know, it's like, that's why I'm thinking, you know, if we don't make sun, maybe monster palooza. And so by then, if you have, you know, we have business cards, we can hand them out to some of the people who are there, some of the slabs that, you know, we talk to and say, hey, we'd love for you to come on, you know? and all that that'd be an interesting trip we definitely gotta make one um mm -hmm. but i'll go ahead and uh mention that for the death trade film fest um we will be um next week um i will be uh coming up with ideas for uh additional content as far as the for the virtual film festival um hopefully we can get on the set of um uh alamega's uh creature features i would love to bring us there me, you, and Kevin, and Al, and um, kind of just go and bullshit for a couple hours and uh, maybe record a few shows. You know, who knows? <laughs> who that would be awesome. You know, well, uh, he's in Sacramento, on. Kevin's uh, in Sacramento. Uh, it would just be like a two-hour drive for, for, for me. We got to coordinate that, but it would be yeah. absolutely awesome to get us all in the same room for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. That's why I was saying, you know, like, if we could do monster palooza even you know just so that because it's like you know who tony tapone is 
No, who's that? Tony Tapone used to be one of the editors for the Fangoria magazine. Oh, okay. And he uh, basically kind of, you know, he'll be like one of the guest hosts doing the panels at Monster Palooza. Really great guy, you know, and it is just like, you know, it just like as I was saying, you know, either one, you know, but I was thinking, you know, maybe by the spring when they come up with a monster, you know, because they'll have more guests if, you know, COVID's kind of finally died down. Because he's been a bad COVID. No, um, but it'll be, you know, a lot of fun <laughs> if we could, you know, as you said, get all of us, you know, let's say if Al couldn't make it because of commitment or Kevin or whatnot, it'd be just fun to do, you know, hopefully everyone would be able to make it and we could sit around, you know, and, talk to people that we you know like i might know like we could get dave rita we could get certain people you know that i know of that would come probably be on the podcast because we're there and we're gonna do it you know and it'll be you know interesting to see of how people react by watching us do you know like little interviews with people you know, like, what are you guys doing? Who are you guys? Uh, we're a <laughs> podcast. We're crazy people. We've escaped the loony bin <laughs> of the L Omega to creature features. You know, I, or you know, or Arkham. Yeah, I, I don't know. But yeah, that's the whole fun thing about keeping the horror films and. All that, and then, yeah, as you said, we're getting like oh, about a month and like twenty some odd days away to the big yeah. guy, you know. And that's the whole craziness of it. It's like the years go by real fast, and all of a sudden you realize <laughs> it's Halloween already. Where have I been? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right, locked in a cave. We're in Halloween. 24-7. Um, I'm, right, I'm glad we, we were able to take this kind of uh, impact <coughs> to kind of, I don't want to call it a, it's not a bullshit session. It's just, no. we're talking, we don't have a guest today. We're just talking on a whole bunch of topics just to right. uh, put it out there. Um, but I'm glad because sometimes these are the best ones. <laughs> you just talk about what in the world. You never know where it takes you. Um, That's true. Yeah, I, I want to go ahead and mentioned again the New Jersey Horror Con and Film Fest they have a packed schedule uh, yes, Friday Saturday and Sunday um, if you are out there and we know I know we get, we get some New York New Jersey listeners um, go out there support a cause uh, keep I want to say keep these businesses going but uh, we need to show out and uh, you know show yeah. some, um, social appreciation for all the effort um, because yes, it's not easy right now keeping these events going. Um, Al Omega, original creature features, um, preeminent voice on our show, is out there and um, he Just has a 
Yeah, go ahead, say hello, take a few pictures, and um, enjoy okay. the the packed um, uh, screening schedule that they have oh, yeah. uh, on multiple rooms. It looks like this is going to be exciting. And um, yeah, stay tuned for hours because in three months, on the Death Strike Film Fest, we'll be screening virtually. Um, hopefully next year, I can do a physical film festival. That is obviously the goal. Um, I, in fact, uh, I'll throw a little tidbit out here. We have the Cascade uh, Theater as well as, you know, the um, uh, obviously Century uh, Theaters. Um, Cascade, there's not a major horror crowd here. Sometimes they, they get maybe 100 people out from festivals. So I'll be looking at uh, Anderson and uh, Chico for uh, for venues to, um, you know, bring a bigger crowd out. Um, Yeehaw! The college crowd yeah. people. Yeah. Right. yeah. Also, uh, we, yeah, and uh, I, I do want to mention, we want to congratulate Dave Reed on his screening of As Good as Dead at the Chinese yes. Man Theater. Mm-hmm. And also, as of in a couple days, at like around 9.30 to 10.30 or 12, is his screening at the Horrible Imagining uh, Film Fest. Yes. So if you're out in Santa Ana, go and support and uh, enjoy and all not, the horror films. They are also on Eventive. Um, that is the uh, the virtual platform that we will be using. Horrible Imaginings. Um, if you're a, a film festival, you have to look at it two ways. There's still a lot of people out there that are um, are you know a little skittish about visiting a theater and staying in a close audience. And um, Horrible Imaginings is another one of the long list of film festivals that is um, running a virtual fest. And um, uh, so far I've been impressed with the uh, presentations and they're running additional panels. And that just bodes well for us because audiences are accustomed to watching films in the privacy of their home. It's no longer a new thing it's a thing now and um why not right why not stay in the comfort and safety of your home and uh watch some exclusive content and when i mean exclusive i mean films that you're not going to be able to watch anywhere else other than the festivals for which they are screening at um so you know what enjoy horrible imaginings um go ahead and enjoy son of montapalooza uh, enjoy New York, uh, excuse me, the New Jersey uh, Horror Convention. And um, yes, yeah, stay tuned for us in December. Um, we're all bringing original content. Um, it's not a competition, it's more of a, a community. In fact, I know the uh, the owner of the NOLA, the New Orleans Horror Film Festival. So um, uh, go out there, enjoy horror. If you're not going to go into theater, you know, go on Eventive. Um, you'll be able to see some cool content on there and uh, yeah stay tuned for more yeah and enjoy them all guys uh, if you're out anywhere and uh, remember as we like to say you know horror movies keep us you know young at heart in some ways and and it gives us you know ideals for those up and coming horror filmmakers of how oh this is how you know it's like you know hey and also a good thing to do is always listen to some great podcasts 
that uh, Dylan Har and uh, you know it, you know you can listen to us you can listen to a number of horror podcasts on Spotify Apple wherever you listen to that you know it just you know gets you you know thinking hey what are, what are these guys going to be talking about you know or the whole nine yards and that's the thing it keeps horror alive it doesn't matter if you love classics or the newer slashers or you know just enjoy yourselves when you watch a horror film and let me throw this out there uh this is unique uh and it fits right into halloween uh, before we close trick-or-treat studios if if you are uh, a horror fanatic if you like dressing up in scary costumes if you're looking for um, the, you know, the cool stuff, the realistic looking stuff. I myself have a full Micro Myers uh, costume. I have to take pictures of that. It's pretty awesome, Joe. I got the yes. I got the blue suit, the automotive suit. I got the mask. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, Trick or Treat Studios has recently released um, a 2021 Halloween Kills Micro Myers mask. And it has nice. like half the face is burnt. Uh, realistic looking stuff could have been straight out of the movie. Uh, be careful because it does. Uh, my experience with the the first edition in 2018, the mask runs a little small, so it's for smaller heads. Um, definitely try it out because yeah. Fear Halloween carries it. Um, but the mask is awesome looking. Uh, I don't understand the red blood on the side because it's just a mask. It looks like maybe. Um, well, we try to make it look organic, like it's his skin. Um, right. But you know what? Check out the mask. It's pretty. It's pretty gnarly looking. Um, right. It, and, and, yeah. And, hey, <laughs> what you could do is like, hey, uh, put it on your Facebook or Twitter or Instagram feed and say, "This is an awesome mask," or whatever. You know. Oh yeah. That Be, is. Because that's the thing. It's like. With the spirit, Halloween shops, you know, it's going to be fun. Uh, you know, once you start seeing them opening up, as you're saying, and all those people who love Halloween, like the animatronics or the little, like, finger, uh, you know, hey, I got a finger limb here, you know, it, it, all fun and it, you know i can't wait for halloween myself you know i can't either i think it's gonna be a great halloween i can't wait to take the kids trick-or-treating i can't wait to dress up as michael myers at night it's gonna be awesome yeah, that's the highlight of that's my right. season um and i can't wait to do another horror film festival um i'm loving all the submissions coming through um, you guys are awesome. Everyone that's submitted, that's followed Man. the festival. And uh, we have a whole list of guests coming up in September. So exciting times, guys. Stay yes. tuned. More and to come. Remember, yeah, remember, if you are a filmmaker or an author or anybody in the horror genre, please contact Anthony Darone or Kevin Nicholson if you want to be on or send me a message. And I'll pass it along to them if you want to be a guest, you know, in the near future. Because we'd love to have, you know, all of you on, you know, as many people as we can get. 
All right, Joe. Well, that's all I got for tonight. Okay. How about you? Oh, I'm good to go, guys. All right. Well, we're going to be busy next week. We have two shows next week, one the following. And uh, at some point, we're also going to be talking about uh, Halloween Kills. We'll probably, I don't know if you'll be able to watch it. I'm going to watch it, and we'll give like a nice uh, retrospective on that one. So uh, well, yeah. keep we'll, it tuned we'll here. Fun. We'll have fun with John Carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll try to get him on. We've been saying that for a while. <laughs> well, for Anthony DeRowan, Joe Flynn, uh, wishing Kevin luck, uh, Kevin Nicholson, um, get uh, better, get better, speedy recovery, and Al Omega, you stay safe in New Jersey. Yes, signing off. Adios, everyone. See you next week, have a good night. Night.